Amen. So today, we're going to speak about the experience, the presence of God. Experience the presence of God. Are you ready to experience more of God? There is more for you. <laughs> more from God is coming for your life. Amen? I hope that by the end of this message, your heart be open and prepared to experience a supernatural power, the love of the presence of God. Amen? The Bible says in Psalms 51, verse 11, David said, this is his prayer, Do not cast me from your presence. Or take your Holy Spirit from me. This is a prayer of King David. When he was repenting from his sins against God. If you know the story, you can remember about that. He knew that the most precious thing he had was the presence of God. He said, God, you can take everything from me. You can take my health you can take my dreams, you can take my family, my strength, but please do not cast me from your presence. This is why, what he was telling to God. Do not take your Holy Spirit from me, God. This is a prayer of a person who already experienced God. He had tasted the presence of God. He was desperate at even the possibility of losing the presence of God. Because he knew that the presence of God felt like, you know. He had experienced God and his presence before. And what's your, what's your prayer today? What are you asking God for? Are you asking only for the things of this earth? Are you asking God, please take everything, but do not cast me from your presence. I ask you, have you ever experienced the supernatural? Have you ever experienced? Have you ever heard something powerful from God? Have you ever had a real experience with God? But a real. I'm not talking about, oh, okay, no, I... I read the Bible and I know that God loves me. No, it's not about that today. <laughs> today I, can, I, I want to go deep with you. Okay? <laughs> go in a supernatural way. Go to feel God's presence. Because the Bible shows us that it's possible. So experience the presence of God. There is a way for us to go into God's presence. There is a receipt for it. And the Bible says in James chapter 4, verse 7 and 8, look that. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come near to God and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, your sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Three lessons we, hear, we have here. First... Submit yourself. Do you know what means submit? 
It's like surrender. Do you know what it means surrender? <laughs> I give an example for you. When someone come, a thief come with a gun and say, give him everything, hands up. What do you do? <laughs> I surrender. Take out everything. Go. Go away. But take out everything you want. This is surrender. <laughs> In God's presence, the same. We have to hands up and say, God, I'm surrendered before you. You can take everything from me. <laughs> everything that I have belongs to you. You can do whatever you want. I submit. I surrender myself. Because that ever worship time, I was there. It's hard, but I lift my hand because it's a sign of surrender. Like, I surrender in our presence, God. <laughs> my life belongs to you. Submit yourself to God. Second, resist the devil and he will flee from you. Take care of temptations. Take care of good opportunities. Good opportunities. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. And third, come near to God with clean hands and a purified heart. Amen? Through the whole Bible, we can see God seeking out mankind to have a relationship with us. He wants us in his presence every day, every time, every second of our lives. He has been offering his presence since in the beginning of creation. Listen to me. At the beginning, Adam and Eve had some time in God's presence every day. When you look and you read in the Genesis, usually at the end of the day, Adam and Eve would hear the sound of the Lord God walking the garden in the cool of the day. He was there to have fellowship with them, to give his presence, a portion of his presence to them. But one day, they committed a sin against God, and the sin broke the relationship between God and mankind. But God didn't give up of them. And listen, God doesn't give up of you. Amen? Amen? Doesn't matter what you did in your past. <laughs> you are in the present now. It's a new time. It's a new chance to be good. Because God doesn't give up of you. Since the beginning, he has been trying to have fellowship with us. And so he put a new plan in action. A plan of redemption. We sang that. A plan of restoration to bring us back to his presence. So mankind started giving offerings, sacrifice, and God began to speak to them once more. Time passed, and when the people of Israel were in Egypt, they cried out to God for a liberator, and God answered them, and he sent Moses. This is the story of the Bible. Moses delivered the people of Israel from Egypt, and he guided them to the promised land. But look what happened in Exodus chapter 33, verse 12 to 15. Moses said to the Lord, you have been telling me, lead these people, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. You have said, God, I know you by name, and you have found favor with me. If you are pleased with me, teach me your way, so I may know you 
you and continue to find favor with you. Remember that this nation is your people. The Lord replied to Moses, my presence will go with you. Hallelujah. And I will give you rest. Then Moses said to him, if your presence does not go with us, do not send us up from here, please. <laughs> Moses experienced the presence of God. He knew about his presence. He felt God. He climbed up a mountain. He spent time in God's presence. He saw heaven. When you look in the, the book of Hebrews, you can realize that Moses in that mountain, he saw heaven. He had a vision about a tabernacle. He got the Ten Commandments twice. <laughs> he tasted God's presence. But the people of Israel missed this opportunity. They rather be represented by Moses. They missed the opportunity to be in the presence of God. Remember, when Moses, he told, I'm going to the mountain. I will face God. He will speak with me. You can go also. But the people, no, we are afraid. <laughs> no, 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 please represent us. Go there, Moses. It's for you. The presence of God is only for pastors. <laughs> no, no, for me, no. I'm a sinner. No. Please, my brother, do not miss the opportunity to be in the presence of God. The presence of God is for everybody. Amen? Climb up the mountain. <laughs> Go there. God is still waiting for you. How many times have you let the presence of God pass you by? How many times? Because a sin, because a fight, an argument, because of pride or coldness of heart. Many times God is still calling you, come to my presence. You're going to feel me. I will feel you completely. But we create a barrier between us and God and say, no, God, you are too much for me because I'm a sinner. Do not miss the opportunity to go in the presence of God. Moses cried out to God saying, Lord, I have a taste of your presence. I know that your presence is the best place I could ever be. Ever be. So please, if your presence does not come with us, do not send us away from here. So through the whole Bible, God tries to give his presence back to mankind since Adam and Eve. He speaks through prophets. He speaks through priests, kings, and our Savior, Jesus, in the New Testament. When Jesus came, he died for us on the cross. He resurrected on the third day, giving us life, forgiveness, salvation. And also he sent the Holy Spirit to us to walk with us, to live inside us. And every day we can experience God's presence through the Holy Spirit. So my brothers and sisters, please experience the presence of God and you will know there is no better place to be. Here on earth, there is no better place to be than God's presence. And what can we find in God's presence? I have some points here to show you today. What can you find 
in God's presence. I separate here three lessons. And you can write, you can put it inside of your heart. The first one, there is joy in the presence of God. First thing, the book of Psalm 16 verse 11 says, You make known to me the path of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence. You have to be there to receive joy. With eternal pleasures at your right hand. Maybe you had lived through something like this. You are sad. You are mad at something that happened to you. And then you decide to pray. <laughs> you start to pray. You start to, to worship God. And suddenly the presence of God comes. The atmosphere changes of your bedroom. Or in the church. Your body starts to shake. Your mind becomes clean. You cry. But you cry not because you are sad, but because you are happy now. You are in God's presence. <laughs> you found God. God's favor comes upon you, and you are filled with joy. There is joy in the presence of God. Many times when I had hard battles, I went to God's presence like a cold heart, you know. I could not feel anything from God. And I say, God, you are here. I know. <laughs> the Bible says that you are with me. But I cannot feel you. So please come. I need you. And I start to cry. I just pray God and speak with him. And suddenly, we receive joy. The joy that this word cannot give to us. It's so, so beautiful. And I have a testimony about the joy in the presence of God. When I was 18, my friend and I set up a night time of prayer. For the whole church in South America. We invited everyone in church. Our church had around uh, 100 people. We are very excited about living the supernatural of God. Because in that age we were experiencing a lot God's presence. All the time I was going up to the mountains to pray with friends very often. Every week I was there with them. I was feeling God in a such powerful way. I was thirst for Him. So my expectations were high to be with the church and have this time of prayer for the whole night of the church. What I was feeling, I, I would like to give to the church, you know. And we plan to start our prayer meeting 10 p.m. until 6 a.m. the whole night. So the pastor, he agreed with us, and oh, you can invite the whole church, no problem. We, we'll be here with you. Say, okay, praise God. The pastor is a man of prayer, yes? <laughs> so at 10 p.m., <laughs> we look around the church, and there were only my friends and me. 10.30, still <laughs> me, my friend, and me. 11 p.m., my friend and I, only both of us. <laughs> We are so disappointed that no one showed up. Not even the pastor came. <laughs> even the pastor came there. Nobody came. So we decided to start praying by ourselves. Only us. <laughs> but look, when we started to pray, we started to be filled with joy. We were so in sadness. You know, because my expectation just pff, becomes in frustration. 
But we start to pray. We start to, I start to play piano. My, my brother, he start to sing. And we start to receive like a different joy, a different presence around us. It was very good, very good. And that thing keep uh, keeping going with us until the end, until 6 a.m. And we go, only two guys <laughs> with 18, <laughs> just seeking God. With no instruments, only a small piano, no microphones, no crown on both of us. <laughs> it was a, hard, a, a, a very good time. It was on Friday. So we start on Friday and go until Saturday. On Saturday, we went to practice at church. And a lady who lived in a house of the church, you know, in the backyard, backyard of the church, she came to us and said, Wow, what amazing time of prayer you had yesterday, isn't it? I looked to her, What? <laughs> Are you talking about yesterday? Yes. I'm talking about yesterday. I told her, nobody came. She told unbelievable. It's impossible. I know that this church was full of people. I told her, nobody came. Just me and Elton, my friend, you know. And she told, that is impossible. I know what I heard because she was a very good musician. Her ears, better, better, better than mine. <laughs> and she told, I know. What I heard, I woke up during the night and I heard a beautiful music coming from church. There were many beautiful voices singing and playing instruments along. You were not alone. You were not alone. She was a serial late, so we felt that joy again. I looked to my friend and told, there were angels there. <laughs> there were angels. She told, it's a beautiful choir of voices singing with you. I know that you are not alone. Oh God, praise be God's name. There is joy in God's presence. We could feel his presence that day. Even two guys, <laughs> two sinners together, worshiping God. But there is joy in his presence. And I say to you, there is joy in the presence of the Lord. What are you looking for? Are you sad? Are you experiencing bad feelings? Are you fighting against depression? Come to God's presence and He will fill you with joy. Amen? Sometimes we forget about that. We are trying to get joy in the things of this world or in friendship or in our family or in our relationship or in our ministry. No. The real joy comes from God's presence. So... Now, from now on, if you feel sad, if you feel mad with something, go to God's presence. Amen? <laughs> First lesson. <laughs> Second lesson. There is freedom in the presence of the Lord. Look what the Bible says, 2 Corinthians 3:17. Now the Lord is the Spirit. You know this verse. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. We sing it. There is freedom in the presence of the Lord. God casts away all fear and doubts from our heart. And he sets us free. Many times during worship, I've seen witnesses, people being set free from demons. Many times I've seen, I saw that. 
possessions, addictions, problems. Because when we worship God, He comes. His presence comes. And He sets us free from all evil. Years ago, I had a huge doubt in my heart. Many years ago, I had to decide to go to a new church, you know, or to stay where I was. So I prayed, God, it's a big decision to make. Here is another lesson that you can just write, you can just get. Every decision of your life, put God first. As Pastor Mars, he's preaching for us last two Sundays. Put God first in your decisions. Don't try to get your decisions just alone. Ah, I will consult my family. And we are, no. Get decision from God. So I was there. God, it's a big decision to make. I cannot do it alone. Please show me clearly what you want. And I will follow your guidance. But please show it to me in a clear way. And I, I, was, I, specified, I specified for God. You know, like, I want it in a clear way. <laughs> I don't want doubts in my heart. After their prayer, I went to work. And I was a bank manager. I had a, a big agent there. I had many rich clients uh, under my supervision. So a lot of good-looking people would pass by, good-dressed, you know, R- like rich people there. But everyone was well-dressed, sweet up, and all that. And suddenly, I was there working. A simple man came <laughs> with flip-flop <laughs> in this environment, you know. He came, he looked to me, and he waited. He seated, just looking to me. And I had many people just to give my advice, you know, financial advice. And his time came. He came to me, and he said, please, I need help. I have no account here, but I need help. Nobody can help me. I don't know why I'm here. And I thought, I don't know why you are here. I cannot help you. But suddenly I, I felt something different in my, in my heart. And I said, I need to help him. I need to help him. And I told him, please, give him your card. Where you have, do you have a bank account? And he got his card. When he stand to me and I got, he touched my hand. I was in a agents. agents Full of rich people, you know, like, <laughs> you know, proud, proud people. Yeah, everybody there. When he touched my hands, he starts to speak in tongues. <laughs> he started to speak in a loud voice. <laughs> so I was ashamed, you know, because everybody started to look to us. Oh, my God, what's happening here? But he kept going, just speaking tongues, speaking tongues. And I realized, God will speak something from me. <laughs> but it was not the first time. God did this twice inside of my agents. Look that. And he looked to me, and he, he was like tears, many tears. He touched my hand. He started in tongues. And I tried to hold back my tears, you know, because I started to cry. <laughs> it was so powerful. God was there. God was working. But God came to answer me. He told, I don't know why I entered here, but now I know. And I, I want to say to you, God is telling you right now. Nobody believes in you. Nobody believes in God here, but only you. So when you come, his presence comes with you. 
When you go to your home, his presence go with you. And you are praying for that. And he told what I was praying. I never saw him. <laughs> you are praying for that. And the answer is that. Second Timothy chapter 2 verse, I don't remember more. And he gave me the right verse. Wow. <laughs> God, I asked for clear, but not too clear like that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, God. Thank you, God. I was in doubt. <laughs> but God answered me. Praise God for that. <laughs> so the presence of God is there because of me. So my brother, what are you facing? There is nothing possible for God. He went to my workplace just to give him an answer. A simple answer for my prayer. We have to believe. <laughs> we have to submit ourselves before God. We have to resist the devil. And we have to come near to God. And we're going to listen to him. And he set me free in that day. I could go for another church. Pay attention. I changed my church because God told me, you can go. Now it's the time. I changed my church. And there, seven years later, they sent me here for Ireland in this mission. <laughs> Maybe if I said no to God seven years there, I would not be able to be here today. But I listened to God's voice. He took out the doubt of my heart. And now I'm here. Praise God. So I tell you, go to his presence. And he will answer you and set you free. In the presence of God, there is freedom. Amen? And the third one. There is revelation and direction in the presence of the Lord. Look what the Bible says in Genesis chapter 17. When Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to him and said, I am God Almighty. Walk before me faithfully and be blameless. God was telling to Abraham about his nature. I am God Almighty. His nature. Along the way, God showed himself to Abraham many times and talked about who he is. When we seek God, he reveals himself. He shows us the beauty of his name. Every time I read the Bible, I get some new revelation of God about his word. When I am in his presence alone with my, or with my family or here in the church when Pastor Mars, Fabiana, they are preaching... I pursue God, and I get a revelation of His love, a revelation of His Spirit. And I had many experiences of God. I have been a Christian since childhood. So it's 30, almost 35 years. <laughs> Thank you, God, for my father. And if you are a father today, <laughs> do it. Be an example for your children. Because my father, he is a pastor and I saw many things, good things and bad things <laughs> in the church. But every time he was there, every week, doing a prayer meeting with us, teaching us how to pray, teaching us about God, give example when someone tried to uh, give money, you know, like a bad money in his hand. No, I don't. Paul fathers, you are here. Be an example to your children. 
So when I was a child, teenager, youth, and now as an adult, I can tell you, I haven't had enough experience with God. I had many experience, but it's not enough because God is greater. And we sang it today. God is really, really great. And because the fountain of God's knowledge is never ending, we can have a new revelation every time we go to God's presence. And I tell you, what is God revealing to you right now? During the past few days, what has God been speaking to your heart? Can you remember what God is speaking to you? So at home, we have time with God every day with the children. And we have been reading the, we have been reading the entire Bible together since the beginning of this year. And it's a good time. You know, we share experience, thoughts. We love together because the Bible is funny also, you know. <laughs> it's not a serious thing. We have a Many stories in the Bible. And God always speaks something to us. And the other day, I told to my kids, today we will experience God. And they said, how? What? Yes, you're going to feel God in your life. So I guided them on how to seek God and spend, spend time in God's presence. I said, be sensible. God will speak to you through situations people, or through the Holy Spirit. And tonight, you will tell us what happened. Oh, but if I didn't feel God, no, you're going to feel. <laughs> no worries. You're going to feel God. Because when you call Him, He comes. <laughs> so we prayed, and we wait in God. He wants to have this relationship with us. So I knew He would come and speak to our kids. And that night, we gathered together, and the kids started to tell us, First, Ellen, the small one, she said, oh, oh, daddy, God spoke to me today. Today I was at school, and I started to pray to God, you know, in my break time. I started to seek his presence, and suddenly I had a vision. Oh, yeah, what did you see? Yes, God showed me a big river, a bit of nature, and he told he was the God of creation, and he cares about me. Hallelujah. God is available to kids and adults. <laughs> we just need to seek Him. In the same week, she asked, she asked me to come to our prayer meeting. You know, 6 a.m. She came. <laughs> I didn't force her. She told, can I go with you in the prayer meeting? Because I'm in thirst. I want God. I want more for God. Well, of course you can. <laughs> come in. And she came. And while she was here, she told me, Dad, when you were praying, I saw a white horse, but I don't know why. So I asked her, do you know what white horse means in the Bible? She told I never read it before. And I told Jesus has a white horse. <laughs> in the book of Revelation, we can read there that Jesus Christ, he, can, he will come in a white horse to defend us, to give victories to us. And I told her, maybe God opened your vision just a little bit to see the white horse because Jesus was there. <laughs> it's just a sign, a little sign for your faith that Jesus was there, keeping, seeking the God. 
keep seeking the God, and he will reveal himself for you. After this, my son said, oh, while I was reading the Bible in my bedroom, God spoke to me, and he told me what I was doing wrong through the Bible, and I agree, I agree with him. God spoke through the Bible, to his life, to his life. He reveals his glory, and he guides our path. Amen? God is available for kids, teenagers, youth, adults, for everybody. <laughs> and God has a direction for your life. God is here today, and he wants to guide you. Maybe you are lost. You don't know what will happen in your future or how to deal with some situation, to deal with some person. But I tell you, if you stay in God's presence, he will reveal his glory and he will give you direction. So I come here today to remind you of the presence of God. We need to submit yourself to God, resist the devil, come near God with clean hands, and purify hearts. Many times I prayed, and I didn't want to go away from His presence. It was so good to be in God's presence. He's real. He's Almighty God. He offers relief for us when you go to His presence. We can feel relief to our soul. He can comfort us. Many times I was comforted by God. A comfort that I could not meet, I could not get in people, in my family, in money, in nothing. Just God. He offers joy. He offers freedom for us. He wants to reveal himself for us. And he has guidance to our lives. Amen? So you are here today, and I don't know how long... You don't experience God. Maybe you are living a religious life. Oh, today I have to pray. Okay. Now it's time to read the Bible. Okay. <laughs> Check. In your agenda. <laughs> Go to your bedroom. Jesus told that. Go to your room. Close the door. This is your time to experience God's presence. How long you just believe, read the Bible, but you don't taste God. You don't taste His love, His power, His supernatural presence. So I, I want to challenge you to start pursuing God today. Seek God with all your heart. Seek God and you will find Him. Knock at the door and He will open it. Ask him, and he will answer you. Experience the presence of God. God is here. Just enjoy this time in his presence and ask God, I want to feel you more. Do not conform with what you have today. It's not enough. God has more. <laughs> Can you imagine how we'll be in heaven? <laughs> We experience just it from God's presence. <laughs> We're going to spend the whole eternity just 
experiencing, tasting, and excited for God's presence. Amen? So experience the presence of God. I'd like to pray with you now. Could you stand up, please? We're going to pray together to finish. Maybe it's a different time to you right now to experience God. One day I did it once, then in YWC with the youth, and I told you, today you can experience God. If you want to feel that He is real, you can come here. And many guys, they came, and we pray. Antonio was there, remember? Me, Antonio. <laughs> Me, Antonio. We prayed for them. They experienced God. We could see tears in their face. You can see they just, God is speaking with their hearts, speaking with their hearts, changing their hearts. It's so, so powerful. So now just close your eyes. If you have your family with, uh, with you to, together, just gather now together. And let's pray. If you are a father, pray for your children. Be together. You can just go, yes, go of your place. Let's pray together, family. Pray to experience God now. You are a father. You are a mom. Ask for God. God, I want to experience you. I want to see all my family experiencing you, Lord. I want to see my family tasting more of you, Lord. In a supernatural way. We want to feel you. To feel your Holy Spirit. The Bible says, do not cast me from your presence. Do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Lord, you can take everything from us. We don't care about, but we care about your presence. We care about your Holy Spirit, your guidance, your revelation. We're gonna, we, we want to be in your presence because in your presence there is joy. We want to submit ourselves to you. We, we want to surrender our lives before you, Lord. We want to resist the devil. These last days, it's, it's so hard, Lord, to be a Christian, to be stood up before the enemy. They are trying to fall down our faith, to decrease our faith. But we want to resist the devil. We want to resist the temptations. We want to, to show you our weakness and know that if you are in the valley, you are the God of the valley. If you are in the mountain, sick in your face, you are the God of mountain, Lord. Help us to come near to you, Lord. Help us to have clean hands and a purified heart before your presence. We know that you can offer relief. Give us relief, Lord. Give us comfort. Give us freedom in our presence. Set us free from all doubts that we have in our hearts. Reveal yourself for us. And guide our lives, Lord. In Jesus' name, Holy Spirit, we ask you, come in this place. Come in this place and touch all hearts here. In Jesus' name, Lord. Holy Spirit, we need you. Help us to live a different week, starting from today, Lord. A week in your presence with our family, 
bowing down before your altar. In Jesus' name, Lord, we need you. We need you, Holy Spirit. Bring that joy that the world cannot give us. Bring this joy right now over us. In Jesus' name. Bless our week. Bless our family, our jobs. Be with us. Guide our lives in every situation, every decision that we have to make this week. Protect your church from the evil. And give us a nice time in your presence. Still today, we want to enjoy your presence at home. In Jesus' name, Lord. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord protect you from the evil. May the Lord face his shine upon you and give peace. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Let's applaud God for his presence among us. We worship you, Lord.